Welcome to the Move More podcast, powered by the performance and recovery team at Carolina Movement Doc. Since 2022, the CMD team has been helping athletes of all capabilities move more, move often, and move well. From our doctors of physical therapy to our skilled sports massage therapists and our in-house dietitian, our team will cover topics pertaining to performance, recovery, fueling, and overall mindset to help achieve the ultimate level of health. Interested in working with us in person? Get a hold of our team today and find out how we can transform the way you look at healthcare at www.carolinamovementdoc.com. I am your host, Dr. Scott Jablanca, performance physical therapist here in Charlotte, North Carolina. We are going to talk about on this episode, who has represented the concept of the immortal athlete? We'll look at some well-known examples and give you the framework for how we can better sculpt our lives to be better humans in better communities. So turn the volume up. I'm going to have fun with this one. Let's go. All right, I love that music still. Good. All right, good. So last podcast, we talked about uh, the Immortal Athlete. We introduced it. We dove a little bit further into what it was, the, the whole concept, and a lot of the details pertaining to what we call the Immortal Athlete. But I got a lot of questions saying, you know, you know what, what is like a representation of that? There's like a real world example. And of course, I'm like, yeah. And I just rattled off a few names so right off the bat. And there's three that came to mind almost immediately. And I always think about this. Only because you always admire them, um, and they're celebrities. It's gonna, it's easy to kind of pick out celebrities because across the board, uh, people know who they are. So let's let's dive into some examples. I'm gonna kind of explain to you why they kind of qualify and they exemplify the whole physically fit, mentally strong, and spiritually sound mentality. First one, I'm gonna say this name, and it's gonna be the obvious one, Derek Jeter. Now you don't have to be a Yankee fan at all to at least respect what he's done for the sport. Um, and just an, an overall person in general. And he's the, one of the most talked about and idolized baseball players, literally of all time, shortstop for the Yankees, that famous number two, he retired. And the way he retired was, was epic. That last play, the last, at bat. Um, if you don't know it, go ahead, um, go research or YouTube, uh, Derek Jeter, last at bat. It is something to watch. It's cool. Like, it'll give you chills to be honest with you, but uh, that famous number two, he is probably the most, one of the most decorated baseball players. So the, from the physically fit standpoint, I mean, the dude's a baseball player professionally. So the physical aspect, you know, it's going to be there. His athleticism is unquestionable. Just, just a few accolades just kind of throw out there. And if you're not a baseball fan, just understand that uh, a lot of the stuff is a pretty big stinking deal. All right. Dude's got five World Series titles, five Golden Gloves, five Silver Sluggers, all while earning 14 All-Star selections. That is that is a hefty trophy case, to be honest with you. That, that is hefty. That's And that's amazing, especially in the world of professional baseball, where there are a ton of just really gifted, really athletic individuals literally playing a game, really. But when was the last time you heard Derek Jeter in the news for something negative now celebrities sports figures they are under a constant spotlight and they're always under scrutiny about trying to find the next best story or the next best um, headline and reporters and news outlets they love it especially if it's juicy it's dirty and it sheds a negative light on somebody they're gonna exploit it and they're gonna highlight it but when was the last time you heard Derek Jeter in the news 
for something negative. Off the top of my head, none, really. He's been, he's been pretty low key. And to be honest, the more you read into his, um, his story, his biography, any, any like documentary on Derek Jeter, he's, he tries to keep it that way. He did that on purpose. Uh, he, in fact, he wouldn't even want to say, um, there's a special, I forgot, I want to say ESPN perhaps, but it goes on to say that he made it his goal to stay out of the, high, uh, out of the headlines and not give reporters anything to gossip about. So he didn't even give them any information or any really juice to have any gossip. How cool is that? He was so dedicated to his teammates uh, and getting them ready to play. I mean, the season alone is huge, 160 games. So there's a lot of focus that has to happen, especially if you're going to win Firewall Series. But what did he do for the community? You always have to look at, at you know, what, what came of it. Well, what's, his, what's his story? What, what happens after he retires? We look at, man, I always say this. You, know, you look at professional athletes and you're saying, wow. And, and some of these contracts that they're coming up with, baseball, football, basketball, even soccer slash football as the world knows it, these contracts are getting out of control. We're talking high seven, eight hundred million dollar contracts. That's a lot of money for one player. Granted, a lot of it goes to like agents and other stuff, so they don't see every penny of that. And I get that, but we're talking about one person bringing in that amount of money, um, just one contract. That is insane. It just I, I can't even fathom even having anywhere near close to that. But then you have to say, you know, with all this money, what comes from it? So what does Derek Jeter do? He com- turns around. He turns, uh, or at least he starts the Turn 2 Foundation. And this started back in 1996. And this program provides valuable resources uh, and programs to help youngsters turn away from drugs and alcohol and quote unquote, turn to a healthier lifestyle. A little play on words and a play on that number. And I think that's kind of cool. But if you stop and think about that, it's a program designed to help youngsters he's he's nipping in the butt he's he's meeting it at the source get these young individuals to try to turn away from drugs and alcohol and really get to that healthier lifestyle if that doesn't embody what the immortal athlete is truly all about i'm not quite sure what is so not only is this dude a stud on the diamond now he's a shortstop he has all these accolades he's giving back to the community so he's nipping the butt he's helping youngsters become better human beings he's giving back out of the millions that he made he turned around and say how can i actually help the next person behind me and that is awesome on top of this um when you look at Derek jeter his first at bat back in when he first put on the pinstripes of the yankees his first at bat and then you watch a video of his last at bat you're gonna see how strong his faith is. He'll pray right before he goes to bat. And I think he went on to say it for this last at bat. He goes, dear Lord, you know, if I got one big hit in me, one more big hit, uh, please let it be right now. And sure as all get up, guess what happened? He hit that nasty hit. Winning run. It was, it was epic. Go ahead. You got to research this. Go ahead. YouTube it. Stop this. YouTube it. Look it up. Derek Jeter, last at bat. It is epic. It's cool. It's something that should be immortalized on, in a poster, in a statue for God's sakes. But if that doesn't embody the immortal athlete, I don't know what does. So that is a primo example. Let's let's go on to somebody else, okay? I love this guy only because, uh, he, one, he was born in Italy. He loves the game of soccer. And me, I was a soccer player myself. So, um, you know, kudos to him. I think his favorite player was uh, Lionel Messi. I'm going to say this name, and it's going to be an obvious one. Kobe Bryant. Kobe 
Bryant. Unfortunately, my dude is no longer with us. But depending on which jersey you have, it's either number eight or number 24. Uh, entire career he spent with the Lakers. He skipped college. He is one of the few that skipped college. And he plays professional basketball from right out of high school, straight into the pros. And this dude was a stud. He did things that no one else could, and he did it with such finesse. Um, but what came from Kobe Bryant's real legacy is not only was he a good dude, a really good basketball player, but you're going to see this a lot. It's called Mamba Mentality, and you're going to see it everywhere. And I am so glad that that kind of took off, and it's kind of it, it's infecting the nation in such a positive way. Um, he was like the creator of the Mamba Mentality, and it is, it is totally cool, only because it really stands for always trying to be the best version of yourself. Now, it sounds like, that, uh, like a cheesy lecture, but, I mean, how true is that? Mamba Mentality is constantly striving to be better than who you were yesterday. Always be better than who you were yesterday. Sometimes you hear like the 1% better rule, all right? This kind of plays on that. But he spawned this Mamba mentality, um, and it just took over the nation. And everybody's kind of adopting this thing of, you know, Mamba mentality. Be better than we were. Be better than we were. I'm like, man, that's something that I could totally get behind, and I would want to get behind that. And I think that really plays well into the immortal athlete. You're always trying to be better are we fitter stronger mentally stronger in our faith absolutely on top of that colby was dude this dude was a huge advocate for for women's sports and and young athletes he was he was always preaching about how important it was always supporting it um and even on on top of that i always uh, remember him for this and they, they the camera never lies he always shows him sitting uh, courtside at games that he's not playing in and he's always with his daughter and he's, he's known for advocating for both, both men and women to be the best mothers and the best fathers that they could be. And, and then the amount of sheer joy that Kobe uh, had just being that, that girl dad, you know, left a lasting impression on uh, the sports industry and, and really the entire world. Um, I'm not really sure anything negative came from Kobe Bryant, but when, you, when we look at him, as good as he was as, as a player, the amount of points that he put up, the amount of championships he won, uh, the fact that he was with the Lakers the entire time, but on top of that, he was a huge advocate for being great moms and dads and being that girl dad. I mean, that has to pull on your heartstrings a little bit. That's got to tug on the heartstrings, but that is an excellent embodiment of what an immortal athlete is. He is physically fit. He's, he's mentally strong. He's spiritually sound. He's making the impact on the community that we really, really want. And I really wish more professional athletes would have that Mamba mentality. Unfortunately, that's not the case, but imagine... If all the NBA, NFL, MLB, MLS, uh, NHL, we can't leave out the hockey players. If all of them had that mindset of, man, I've made it. Now what? What else can I do with this? You know, I'm at the top. Can I look back? Can I look down that mountain and extend it a hand? Can I help the next person in line reach where I'm at? Because once you hit the top, it's always, you know, everyone's chasing you. Where do you go? And that's what Kobe Bryant did. Let's go to the last one. Um, I like this because, you know, he stirred up a lot. Um, college football player into the pros. It is Mr. Tim Tebow. We know him well. So um, yeah, social media was funny with all this. So anytime Tim Tebow, just, just the people that don't know, he played college football for the Florida Gators. Eventually, he did make it into professional football. Wasn't a stud there. Everybody kind of knew that. He was like, a, like a, a career college player, but he also played professional baseball. So just to say that this dude was you know, physically fit, um, it's hard to play multi-sport, especially professionally, and not be fit. Um, so that kind of goes without saying. But this dude was probably the most convicted and strongest, strongest in his faith, and he was not even ashamed to, to express that, especially after every touchdown. 
every touchdown, he would do something called the Tebow. Everybody knows this. They see it. It's almost immortalized. And every time he hits a touchdown, he downs on one knee. He puts one fist right to his forehead as if he's praying. And that is what he does no matter what. If he's a running back scored, if he tossed a touchdown, he knelt down and he thanked the good old Lord. Every time he was not even apologetic to it. He defended himself every time. And of course, it stirs up controversy of, you know, why he does that. But this dude, man, this dude did not care. And if only we all could be so convicted in our beliefs, whatever our beliefs are, if we all could be so convicted like that, how much of a better place, you know, it would be. Perhaps somebody would follow in our footsteps. But this dude, he's, he's, He's just an all-around good dude. Now he's an ESPN analyst. Um, he's a smart dude, well, very well-spoken. Yes, he's easy on the eyes. I guess you could say good-looking dude. Um, but overall athlete, he's still a great athlete. Just because he didn't make it in the pros doesn't mean he wasn't awesome. Um, for the, the quarterback slot is a, is a tough game to play, uh, especially in the professional NFL when it, you're just asked to be perfect all the time. And not everybody can be a Tom Brady. But with his faith, what Tebow did, turned around, he started the Tim Tebow Foundation, whose sole mission it's to literally bring faith, hope, and love to those needing a brighter day in the darkest time of their need. So let's just read that again real quick, though. Tim Tebow Foundation. Totally cool. Let's listen to it. The only purpose is to bring faith, hope, and love to those needing a brighter day in their darkest of needs. Just, just real quick, wherever you are, driving, sitting, wherever you are, just think back to a time in your life where things just sucked. Like you hit the proverbial rock bottom, whatever rock bottom is to you. It's different for everybody. But there's a time in your life where things got dark, like really dark. Imagine if you had something or someone or an organization advocating for you and picking you up where you left off or picking you up because you are too weak to pick yourself up. That's, that's exactly what this foundation is designed to do. And so how cool is that, that here we have a professional football player who is so strong in his faith that he's like, how can I get people to rise up and have more faith, hope, and love in this entire world? Guys, immortal athlete. This is way more than just athleticism. It's more than just strength. It's more than just overall physical capabilities. Yes, we can awe in the spectacle of that quarterback that can throw a, a laser for 60 yards into his wide receiver. We can really have a nice little wow factor of that baseball player that can smash a ball over the green giant uh, in Boston. Or we can really just sit there and just be dumbfounded by how somebody can score 60 plus points in a basketball game. That is great. What we really need to focus on and really put a lot more stock and tension in, I would even really argue can we get like media can we get the news to shine the light more and more on what they're doing for the community what they're doing as far as their legacy these guys will live on forever i mean tebow is gonna live on forever the dude's got a statue in florida and i think the statue also has the entire lecture or the entire speech that he gave after one of the losses uh, and that is already immortalized unless somebody takes it down and vandalizes it but he is immortalized on the florida campus Right? But these dudes, the name, the Jeter name, the two, it's retired, and that's going to live forever in the rafters in Yankee Stadium. These guys will live on forever, not physically. Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, he's not with us anymore, but he and his Mamba mentality, sure as all get up, is going to last for many, many decades, and I would say probably forever because that is the kind of people and that's the kind of message that we're trying to portray. So when we talk about the immortal athlete, living forever it's more than just our physical being it's the effect that we have on our community and the effect that we have on people 
around us. And then when we have that younger population come up, what are they saying? What language are they speaking? What mindset are they living by? Are they living by down and destructed and depressed? Or are they living by that mama mentality? Are they being helped by that Team Tebow Foundation? Are they really kind of turning to a healthier lifestyle because of the turn to foundation? Let's let's be honest. We need all this stuff. And these three gentlemen are going to live forever in eternity because of the legacy and the impact that they had on the world. Now, I know, yes, these are professional athletes, but these athletes, they don't have to do this stuff. They can take their money and they can run and they can... They can do whatever they want. They they can play a game and just spend spend money on seven homes or you know fourteen overpriced vehicles. They could do that. They might have done it. Who knows? But they turn around and they did something even better. Now with all they accomplished, you know they were convicted to look behind them and extend a hand. They had the passion to help those who were not as fortunate as they were. I mean, yes, yes, we all should be doing this. You know. This is the ultimate demonstration of the immortal athlete. I can't, I can't say that enough. The impact that they had on their own lives, as well as the lives around them, it's going, it's going to last on forever. So, you know, these examples, these are just examples, guys. These are three guys, and it's only three, and the list can go on and on. But for the sake of the podcast, we're going to keep it to three. But they're very, very well known. Um, but this gives us some solid framework to get off of. You know, it's just you know, a, a good mold to mold our mindset around. You know, so we need to really ask ourselves. There's mainly just three questions that we need to just sit there and have an honest conversation with ourselves. Question one, you know, what have we accomplished? And be honest, it's not a pride thing. It's not bragging. It's like, what have you accomplished in your life? Yes. You know, pat yourself on the back. You earned it. It's a lot of hard work. What did it take to get there? That's question two. You know, think back. How much hard work? What kind of um, adversities did you go through? What kind of dark days did you have to go through in order to get to where you are? And three, and this is the moneymaker, how can we help others get here too? All right, it's lonely at the top. There's plenty of room for other people. So what have you accomplished? What did it take to get there? And what can you do to help others get to where you are? That is a simple little framework to help you understand what it takes to become that immortal athlete. It's a mindset, all right? So once we kind of nail this into our mind, combine, maybe even sprinkle a little mama mentality on top of that too, I'm cool with that and I will, but- those three questions, what have you accomplished, what did it take to get there, and how do you help others get there too? Guys, I had fun with this. Uh, just kind of giving you a few examples of what the Immortal Athlete is. These guys are awesome. Uh, go ahead, YouTube, a lot of their videos, some of their plays. Just overall good human beings in general. Uh, if you found this podcast awesome, go ahead, like us. Uh, we are on Spotify, any type of platform that has a podcast. Give us a like, give us a review, and push us out. And you know, Send this to a friend that might kind of want to listen to it too, especially if they're a fan of any one of the gentlemen that I just listed above. Remember, these are the thoughts and opinions and research of Dr. Scott Jablanca, performance physical therapist here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, if you want to get on the podcast, you have a topic that you want to discuss, go ahead, reach out. We are on Instagram, on Facebook. Easy way to do that. Just send us a message. You'll hit up our admin. Instagram is Carolina underscore movement underscore doc. Facebook is good old Carolina movement doc and our website, www.carolinamovement.com. I'm Dr. Scott. I'm signing off. I'll see you guys next time. 